0: Hi, guys. I want to welcome you to today's episode of Spilling the Tea with Sabrina. I'm so ready to kick off today's episode. So grab your coffee, your water, your actual tea, White Claw, or my personal favorite, Lover Boy. Whatever your drink of preference is, make sure you grab it because we are going to start spilling the tea right now. Hey, guys. Happy Friday, or whatever day you are listening to this episode uh if you're not having yourself a day you probably should anyways we are going to move on to this week's episode about the casey anthony document casey anthony documentary on peacock i feel like everyone has to have a little bit of knowledge or education about casey anthony there's no way that you have not heard about this case back in 20, 2008 jesus christ 2008 what the heck was happening in 2008 oh my gosh so let's say i was partying in college having fun meanwhile back in florida casey Anthony was being accused of murdering her own child um having watched all the news broadcasts and news newspaper articles because there was actually no social media back then we didn't have instagram tiktok was not a thing Uh, We had Facebook, but, like, that really, nobody really, like, broadcasted anything, any news things on Facebook. It's not, like, what it was today. Uh, You know, like, phones were a thing. We had digital cameras. Like, that was our way of, like, recording things, not so much on social media. But so the news broadcast on TV and a lot of the newspaper articles, that's where we would find out. The majority of our tea about any crime that might have been going on or any scandalous things maybe that's how we would find out all of our juicy gossip. I swear that the media has this way of showing somebody I guess the best and also the worst way of spreading someone's shit literally all over and making it look so truthful and not even accurate at all. I mean they had All of these photos that she was, like, partying, having fun, doing drugs, maybe, just having a great time, like, living her life, not even caring that her daughter had just passed away. So, basically, knowing all this information, um, she is pretty much looking like a horrible mother. She's looking at this nasty mother that just, like, doesn't care that Kaylee, you know, is missing or that she's dead or any, or anything along those lines. Um, I just also can't stand when people will throw something in your face like, where's your daughter? Where's your kid? Like, shouldn't you be at home with them? Yeah, they should, but like, hop off their left nut. Obviously, they probably have systems in place at home, such as babysitters or family members that are helping them watch these kids. I mean, they just had a kid for crying out loud. Like, I think that these people are allowed to have a little bit of fun in their life now that we have enough background and education and awareness of what had happened in 2008. um, We're going to flash forward now to 2023 with the Peacock documentary. I'll be honest with you guys, watching this whole entire case back when it had first happened, I was truly, truly convinced that Casey Anthony, that she actually killed her daughter. She had someone kidnap her. And she had someone murder her if she didn't physically do it herself. Just because of the way that she was being portrayed in the newspaper articles and on TV, and I guess on the internet, if you wanted to Google what was happening, that's an also another way that we'd be able to find out information. But it's just really it's just mind blowing that it's really mind blowing that um, after watching this. After watching the documentary, there are so many lies that were obviously covered up by her family, especially, which you'll find out more information later on, and also by the media. Again, she was making it seem like she was this, not this great mother, like, again, going out and partying and staying up to all nights of the day and, like, having her parents watch her kid, like, just being portrayed as this horrible, horrible mother when we watch the documentary that's not even the case at all it it's really sad to see that she was wrongly accused of actually killing her of killing her daughter which is why we're here guys right this is why we all logged in today it's because you want me to spill the tea otherwise you would not have pop- you would not have popped into today's podcast so i want to tell you right now she did not kill her child it was her father. I know, fucking mind-blowing. I thought the same thing. I was like, eh, I don't think so. Like, why would her dad kill his own granddaughter, right? Like, doesn't make any sense to me. But if you watch the documentary, she goes into horrific details about how she and her brother growing up were sexually abused by her father. Um, so she pretty much describes one situation that would happen, I guess, multiple times throughout her childhood is that her dad would come into her room when she would be sleeping and if she pretty much, like, not so much neglected but was not receptive into what he wanted, um... He would physically, literally, put a pillow over her head and smother her to where she would pass out and then she would not know what's going on, but not to the point where she would die, right, because then he'd be accused of murdering his own child. So she talks about that, and that's kind of a key element here because of the fact that, again, you're, you have control over the situation, so you're putting a pillow over a child's face so that way they can't have any reaction, they can't scream, no one can hear them, and you can just continue to go about whatever business that you want to go about. I have no tolerance for people like that. Fucking pedophiles, I'm sorry, they deserve deserve to be in a special place in their own prisons because they are just monsters. That is how I truly feel. And I know we're getting a little negative on this episode, but it's just this whole situation that comes into play and... It's just they're monsters and they really need to be put and locked away. Okay, let's go back to her creepy father, right? Um, so, there's other. So they interview her and it's just she just looks like she's been through so much. Obviously, like if you watch any of the older clips, which they do show in the in the movie, the movie that basically her her dad is like covering up this whole lie. Like he knows deep down that like he's the one that killed her. Casey Anthony probably knows that he's the one that killed her but how does she go about being like well my dad's the one that killed her like that there's just there's no evidence that would come into play so obviously she's the mother like that's where they first go to in investigations is they're going to start with your inner circle and work their way out and unfortunately he started with her parents her grandparents obviously Casey's Casey's parents and then also Casey and her brother because I believe that her brother was also living at the house um during this time but there's also a clip where um so casey was not allowed to attend her own daughter's funeral she was in prison they weren't she was not allowed to leave obviously so after she finds out in jail again she's finding out all of these details that her that keely was wrapped up in a blanket like in the woods like she goes along with all of these stories about how like the nanny came and picked her up or you know she hasn't seen her in this amount of time when Casey Anthony knows that her dad is the one that killed her and her dad knows and it's just so fucking mind-blowing that her dad is pretty much coaching her throughout these interviews when she's in prison through a glass on a phone in I don't think she was wearing orange, I think they gave her navy blue. But anyway, color schemes don't matter. She looked great in the color, but it definitely wasn't orange. But through this glass window, on a phone, and her dad is pretty much feeding her lies to make it look like he's innocent and she's the one that really killed her daughter. Okay, so let's go back to the whole, uh, Keely's funeral. So obviously Casey was not allowed to attend her own daughter's funeral. Um, so she was told by other family members that her dad was acting not as you should at a funeral, pretty much. Um, apparently, he made a comment about how good she smelled or how good she looks, something along those lines of like a sweet innocent little girl, like something like a pedophile would say. And like, Casey's not there to be like, to say something obviously. So she finds this information out while I'm pretty sure she's watching all these old clips throughout the movie. It's really, really crazy and really, really again, like totally effed up that, that 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 this was going on while she's not attend you know, not allowed to attend her own daughter's funeral, that she literally has to find this information out later on. Years later years later we're in 2023 guys over 10 years ago so she's finding out 10 plus years later about what her dad had said and how he had acted and his behavior at her daughter's funeral like if that's not a red flag and if this is not something that's being put into the equation along with the sexual abuse like this is the evidence that we need to arrest her father but obviously we can't do that so we're just gonna keep moving forward and keep spilling the tea about this movie maybe the listeners out there are wondering where's her mom during this right like because if you watch the clips like her mom is also sitting on the other side of that plexiglass mirror or i'm sorry that plexiglass window asking her questions that they're legitimate questions that she's asking Casey, and you can just tell that the mother, through all the the interviews, and not again, all the clips, because that's what they show, um, I wasn't physically there. I, although I wish I was a fly on that wall during those interviews, because this case was just so juicy for that time frame like i guess there was other things that were happening but i feel like anytime that there's a huge type of crime or murder or scandalous thing happening in the united states it's just blown up and that's like what we feed on right like we want all this tea and everything so i mean not that we feed on it but like we want to know what's going on like yeah we kind of need the media to kind of blow up these things and maybe put a little spice in our tea, a little spice in our lives but yeah so going back to her mom sorry I keep getting sidetracked so where's her mom doing all this right again she's asking her questions so I don't think that Casey could have come out and tell her mom hey like this is what happened the day that Kaylee was murdered or that yeah that she was murdered and then disappeared like because she'd have to also tell on her father that, hey, like also like Dad has been doing these things to me throughout my childhood, and he did it to Kaylee ultimately and killed her because if we let's think about this. So this is what I think happened. After watching the documentary and <clears throat> going through everything again, like living through this entire investigation, I can say that I think that Kaylee and Casey were taking a nap in Kaylee's room. Casey fell asleep and didn't hear anything going on and either Kaylee got up and walked out of her room or she was brought out of that room by, this, by her dad, by Casey's dad. And I think that her dad tried to do something sexual on Kaylee, knowing that he got away with doing all these horrible crimes to his own kids throughout their entire lives. Because I believe Casey was in her 20s when she had her child, when she had Kaylee. So I think that knowing, like, she'd have to pretty much tell on her dad that, like, hey, like, dad has been doing all these horrible things to me. And, like, this is your decision to either leave him or... Yeah, so... Again, I, th- I think that her dad brought her out, brought Katie out of the room, tried to do something sexual with her, smothered her with a pillow, realized that she died because she's like a four-year-old kid, like she's not like an adult here. And then I think that he like threw her in the pool that they had because that got into play that she was like, what? Or so I think that she got thrown in the pool, make it look like a drowning And then they had to, like, dispose the body, right? Because, like, how are they going to explain a drowning? Like, that's going to be called, like, child services are going to be called on you. Like, there's going to be a lot of drastic measures that are going to be taken if there's a dead child in your house. Like, everyone's going to, like, manslaughter can be thrown around. Like, there's going to be a lot involved. So, I feel like her dad, I also, I want to say that her dad was an ex-cop because, the way that he went about all this, the way that he got rid of the body, the way that he like got rid of most evidence, but not really, the way that he handled the police and the way that he knew how to answer questions and tell basically again feed answers to Casey. So he is not like he knew to pretty much do the dirty work and then wash his hands clean and walk away and be like, actually, my daughter did it. Also, Also, this is even more crazy, even more crazy. How can you as a dad ultimately say, my daughter killed my granddaughter when you know that you're the one that did it? Like that is what, like you're psychotic. I'm sorry, like that is above anything that I can ever imagine. Like that is like, I wouldn't call it narcissism because it's not, but like that's psychotic. Like you actually need help and you need to go figure it out and not keep bringing down your family into all of this. I have confirmation. My lovely assistant, AKA where I get to actually record my podcast, she just confirmed for me that her dad was a ex homicide detective. So again, that really explains how this man can cover up all this evidence can answer all these questions and know how to get through and work the system the way that he wants to so that'll do a little donkey also maybe was he fired or did he quit I'm gonna go with fired because he probably knew no I'm kidding just kidding just kidding I think he quit I think he quit also also if this does not scream guilt well there's two things that scream guilt here um he also tried to commit suicide in tw- i don't know why i keep saying 20 2009 um let's do a timeline here real quick so casey anthony was accused in may of 20, 2008 again i keep doing it. i don't know why in 2008 of killing her of killing her daughter a year later maybe 2009 maybe six months later dad is now trying to kill himself And if that doesn't scream guilt, like, I don't know what does. Second, also the other thing that screams guilt is that there's an interview, there's another clip where, I don't know if it's me, it's got to be years after because Casey doesn't speak to her family anymore. This entire situation has really just divided her, especially because she knows Steve Down, is her dad is the one that killed her daughter ultimately. But in this interview, her dad is broadcasting to everyone on this tv show where there's millions of people also watching it at home that he's ultimately so sorry for all of the damage and all of this issues that he has caused oh my god what the hell anyway so all these issues that he has caused his family and hurt and everything that goes along with it well of course you have all this guilt on your shoulders because you know that your daughter didn't kill her daughter. You know that you're the one that did it. And I don't even think that we can go back and no, because Casey's already served her time. So I don't think that, that we can go back and actually accuse her father of being a murderer. So yeah, he, he quit, right, let's go back. So he quit the ex homicide detective job and then became a murderer ultimately. That's, so you jump from one career to the other one, but like, I don't know if murdering is a career really. Uh, But anyway, so he's ultimately sorry for all this pain and hurt that he's caused his family. Well, how about this guy? Why don't you man up and go to the police and say, you know what, I am the one that did it and it wasn't my daughter, it was me and I'm the one that really needs to be locked away. No, because he won't do that. Because he's not a. He will not ever stand up and do that. And because I feel like he's already put his family through all this, all of this stu- all of this pain again. But I don't know. I I think it would be pretty juicy if this man came forward and said something and said, you know, I am the one that killed my 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 granddaughter, and my daughter was not the one. But that that's gonna happen on his deathbed, if anything okay so she was acquitted of the murder charges of killing her daughter um she served three out of the four years and released on good behavior oh my god pickles you're being so cute right now oh you're making your parents too oh my god you're so cute sorry guys I had a cat distraction I'm not even a cat person more of a dog person but this these cats are really cute anyway um so going back to Casey Anthony I feel like you like even though she was acquitted like she did her time like you you can close that chapter but like ultimately she lost her daughter she couldn't go to her daughter's funeral uh she was sexually abused by her father her father killed her daughter her mom probably has no fucking clue that like any of this has happened until after all this stuff is coming out um and if you just like casey anthony like unfortunately her name is now smeared through through all of this and when you think of casey anthony you think oh my god it's that mom that that killed her daughter that's ultimately what you think of you don't think of this person that went through all of this hell and back doesn't speak to her family lost her daughter pretty much everyone around her is ultimately dead because she doesn't talk to anyone anymore and And her life pretty much was just changed in a drastic way. Um, I don't know if she can get a job. Again, You just put Casey Anthony on any job application. And I feel like you're going to ultimately get turned down. And, I mean, that's unfortunate Um, in today's society. And I guess if you are (laughs) accused of murder, even though that you didn't do it, uh, there was really no evidence against her. I think it was just because of all of these party pictures that were coming out and how she went about her life. But in the movie, she also describes that, and her friends describe her as one that she didn't go out. When she had Kaylee, she was very, I guess, selective with who she would have watched her, knowing, knowing that she's had all this trauma in her life from her childhood that she can't tell anyone about. So, knowing all that, she was very selective with who would see her daughter and who would hang out with with her daughter and who would watch her daughter. So, ultimately, Casey just, she didn't trust anyone and she didn't go out a lot. That's what her friends had said. She also described herself as someone that stayed home more of a, home, a homebody. Um, she got pregnant with Kaylee because she was ultimately taking advantage of. She was raped at a party. Like, these are things that come into play that the media is not going to outright and say, well... You know, she has all this PTSD. She has all this family trauma that she's had in her life. She's gone through some really, really nasty and horrific experiences. But we're not going to have that. We're not going to spill that to you. We're just going to put all these pictures out and smear her name through the media and make her look like this horrible person. Okay, <clears throat> so we're going to wrap up this ap- this episode for this week. A little quick, little easy, not as long as usual. Um, I hope that you guys really do go out and watch this documentary like it really was mind-blowing for me Um, It again having watched it back in 2008 and having Seen it and then having now this side of her story pretty much because we didn't get to hear her side of the story when it all happened so hearing her side of the story now It's more of an eye opener to know that her dad actually was the one that killed her daughter. And again, now we can't really do anything about it. But had times been different, had she maybe told her mom earlier in her life what was going on, could this maybe have, could her, you know, maybe the situation could have not been prevented? Obviously, like everything happens for a reason, but maybe could her dad have been accused instead and not her daughter you know not Casey we'll never know for sure um I do and I and I am I give this documentary a 10 out of 10 right like that's a high high score perfect score across the board but it was more of an eye opener for me after the first episode I was truly convinced still that like no she definitely killed her daughter like she had to get through the second and the third episode and your whole perspective and mine is going to be flipped upside down and I cannot wait for all of you guys to message me or let me know once you do once you have watched it how you feel about it and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do so I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their day and the rest of their week and we will see you all on the next episode of Filmity with Sabrina. Bye, guys. Yeah.